Hi, this is Noga in Rio de Janeiro. So, I wanted to share a little bit about contagion and pneumonia. So, COVID is your typical case of pneumonia. It is just as contagious as pneumonia, which has been around for a long time, and it is just as fatal. Did you know that 450 million people get pneumonia globally every year? And did you know that 4 million people die of pneumonia every year globally? It is now almost May. We currently have just shy of 3,000, sorry, 3 million uh, people diagnosed. And of course, the cases of diagnosis are going to be higher because we're pushing for screening so there's more testing. It's very possible for a, a person to get pneumonia and pass it without it ever having been officially detected. Nonetheless, the, the number is just about half. And we are just about halfway through the year. So what we're seeing with COVID is actually entirely normal. And we are freaking out and trying to control the spread of a disease crazily, in a frantic way that is just maladaptive. Forget about money, forget about social connections, as very few people actually, like, know me very well. Um, but for anybody who does, I, I'm extremely picky about who I remain friends with. I have a small number of close friends. And I have a huge number of, um, I'm thinking the word in English, acquaintances. Yedidim in Hebrew. I have a huge number of people who call me their friend on Facebook. Blah, blah, blah. I, I just, especially after having said, people, you need to have more dignity, you need to stand up for yourself, and having people shit on me for defending them. After that, I have a lot more Yedidim than I realized. Yedidim, again, is acquaintances, or are acquaintances. Um... Yeah, so we're hurting ourselves. Forget about those two factors, economically, socially, but also mentally. We are scaring ourselves silly about something which is entirely normal. Entirely normal. Pneumonia has exactly this case of frequency. Pneumonia has exactly this case of fatality. 
And for whatever reason, we've decided to pick out this one strain of pneumonia and mess everything good up. And uh, good. I have to be honest. I, I just, I do this not for me, but for you. I, I, I'm, I don't like to see people suffer and scared silly and then let their governments take more control than they should. We are seeing in Copacabana, uh, what do you call it, a restriction to, uh, in which everybody who leaves their home needs to wear a face mask in Copacabana while you're running on the beach. <laughs> I mean, that's just laughable. And if you're not wearing a face mask, they can give you a $45 uh, ticket. Now, $45 might not seem like a lot in certain types of currency, but um, in the Brazilian reales, it's huge. That's a lot. That's, uh, what is that, 400, I don't know, 440, maybe, uh, reales. That, that's kind of a lot. Oh, wait, maybe it's 200. It doesn't matter. It's not necessarily a huge amount in American currency or Euro European currency, but it's a lot. So we, we have now empowered our governments to quite literally criminalize breathing. Now, if you're not wearing a face mask, right, if you're breathing freely, the government is empowered to give you a ticket to criminalize your breathing. That is too much of a far reach. Forget about forget about all the things I started with. That is not okay. We as citizens need to flex our muscles against this. The government is supposed to defend our priorities. And what we're seeing is people who are afraid to inform themselves or don't choose to inform themselves, whatever it is, and then they become submissive to the recommendations of somebody else without ever checking to see if those recommendations are actually necessary, appropriate. We are seeing exactly what we would have expected to see with pneumonia. Exactly. That is messed up. That we're freaking out about it. This is precisely what we would have expected. And this infringement on our free rights is global. We have given power to our governments, which is too much. Too much. You have the right to breathe. You have the right to speak without there being a um, 
protection or cover or guard against your breath. That is your right. That is your entitlement. And we have taken, we have allowed our governments to take that away. Not only have we allowed it, we've actually celebrated it. We decry those national figureheads who say, uh-uh, this is too much. Bolsonaro, prime example. He said, Bolsonaro is the president of Brazil. Did you know that the, that Brazil is approximately the same size as the U.S.? Did you know? And there are many states within Brazil. A lot, I remember not knowing either. I didn't know about the size of South America. It's huge, huge here. And did you know that Brazilians don't consider themselves, maybe they do, but they consider themselves as separate from South America? I, de I depart. Bolsonaro decried the overtaking of civilian rights by the government. He tried, and I, I do not know all the details, so I'll say this, and I recognize that there is some degree of um, ignorance or potential for uh, miss, I don't know, saying it wrong. But he said, no, this taking of civilian rights borders on dictatorship. And Bolsonaro, just like Trump, has a number of uh, governors or mayors. Here they call it governors. In the U.S. we call it mayors. Okay. I don't know what the difference might be. So Bolsonaro, like Trump, empowered the governors to make the choice as to what to do in each of the different localities. In Rio de Janeiro, that gave so much power to the governor that now the governor has taken on the infringement of free, free choice to say, no, it's illegal for you to breathe freely. That's messed up. Now, I don't know exactly what's happening in Sao Paulo, Petambuco, like other places. I don't, I don't even know the geography perfectly. Perfectly. I just started to learn. But I will tell you, I've been alive for 36 years. And I have known with strong intuition what it means to be shit on. <laughs> Everybody knows when their freedom is being impinged upon and the fact that we cast a blind eye. We have to recognize, yes, there is fear. There's concern. There's marketing, which makes these numbers seem, oh my gosh, so much. Okay, I get that. But it's not a stupid baseball game. It's not. It's actually a typical, typical disease spread of the disease type pneumonia. Pneumonia and COVID 
are the same. They are spread in exactly the same way through droplets, through breathing. Did you know pneumonia typically spreads much more frequently between family members? So actually, the quarantine increases your likelihood of、um, spreading it to your family members. The best thing that you can do. If you have COVID, is stay away from people. That means don't quarantine yourself with family members. That that's the best recommendation. Look, I hear a lot of people looking for guidance. They want to see what the experts say. My background is in healthcare. I do understand this topic. Very well. There's nothing very technical about this. You can empower yourself not by looking at the marketing news, but by asking good questions, which get to the root of the problem. Not by being subject to marketing and fantastic storytelling. That's. Making yourself naive and overempowering your government. So the president of Brazil says, "No, this is taking too much power away from the civilian." And what does the governor say? The governor who's been empowered, no, let's take more and more and more. First. In Rio de Janeiro, I can't speak to every, but every place. First, it was illegal to conduct business, and they kind of get around that a little bit. Then it was illegal to have fun, be in groups. How did they enforce that exactly? I don't know.、Um, and now. In order to try to control something, which is not differently contagious than what we have seen already on Earth in life, now they are empowered to criminalize breathing. Are you okay with that? Actually, I don't even care. Look, we keep talking about. Oh man, I, my friends! Oh man, my friends vilified me for traveling because they say that it's an imposition for me to be around other people. Give me a break! <laughs> that's crazy. That's your that's your right. That's your empower. Uh, sorry, your um. What it's the word I'm looking for? That's your um. I'll think of it. That's your right. You are empowered to be. To take away a person's ability to be is worse than taking away a person's ability to vote. It's it's deeper. It's to the core. You're, you're imposing, you're 
thought process, and I say you, that thought process actually imposes on me and everybody else. So you want to tell me about my breath and how my breath might kill somebody? No shit, Sherlock. Come on. This has always been the case. But now you are empowering our government to take away my livelihood. Kill me before you make me suffer to that degree. I have no interest in continuing to breathe if the air is full of that disgusting, petted, petted smell of demise, of oppression. We talk about how wrong it is to take away the vote of African Americans, of women. We talk about how much progress we've made and look at how many miles back we ran. There is empowerment from this group of people who are in favor of this horrid oppression of everyone. This is illegal by the laws that you create, but they are taking advantage of ignorance and interest in remaining ignorant. I, I have a lot of, uh, whatever, I have a lot of like health problems. Walking is hard. Talking used to be hard. Um, seeing is hard. Everything is hard. Let me tell you about the healthcare system and how much the healthcare system has helped me. The only thing that the healthcare system has done is to take my money, lots of it, provide me with a diagnosis, and then dismiss themselves of any degree of liability and then take back that diagnosis. Oh, <laughs> give me a break. You're going to put your hands and it, it, sorry, put your life in the hands of these neglectful, corrupt forces. I think that's not very smart. Aside from thinking it, I think everybody knows it. The reason that my friends got so offended. Oh, you have no empathy. Me. I'm a mental health expert. I know all about empathy. I potentially provide too much empathy to the point of sacrificing my own well-being. Give me a break. I'm saying the people who freaked out the people who are no longer my friends the people are people who want to be lazy who want to not be active in their own well-being you can't do that you can't always impose on other people to look out for you 
You have to be your own best advocate. I'm getting a little worked up and upset. So I'm going to go. I think it's important for each person to stand up for themselves and draw boundaries on how much exposure to stress they're willing to take on. And that it's responsible. That is being your own best advocate. So with that, signing off, this is Noga in Rio de Janeiro.